Before we get into this episode, I do need to say that we do mention sexual assault. So if you are listening with small kids, I suggest that maybe you listen at another time. Um, But it is a wonderful episode, and I definitely suggest that you do listen to it. So save it for a time where um, maybe you're listening alone or maybe listening on a run, because we do talk a lot about running. Thanks so much, and we'll get right into the episode. everyone and welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. My name is Ellie Herringshaw and today I am sitting with my friend, amazing friend, mm-hmm. Clara Ashwood. And she is a runner, a educator of small, tiny people, <laughs> a dancer. And, um, and But today, specifically, we're going to be talking about marathons mm-hmm. and running and the joy that that has been to both of us. Yay. Except I've only done one. But she's done like a thousand. And I'm so excited to talk about it. How are you, my dear? I'm good. So I guess we both could say we're both crazy, too. Yes, we are. As marathon runners, we have I've only joined done the one. group of crazies. <laughs> but it's so cool because a year ago today, that I'm filming yes. this. It's a, this is October 1st. A year ago today, I ran the Twin Cities Marathon, which was something I never in a million years thought I would do, but it was a huge part of my healing process. Not just running the actual marathon, but the training for it was so important in healing and for stepping into hard places and lots and lots of hours out there on the road, just running and running and running, as Mm -hmm. you know. Yes. All the... the years actually yeah all the years all the hours on the trail on the road Mm -hmm. running and yeah yeah striving to meet our goals like Mm -hmm. we all want to do whether it's running down the block or running a marathon totally I feel like I have a lot of people who say oh I could never run a marathon and part of me wants to tell them don't because I want to be one of the not that I don't want them to be a cool person (laughs) but (laughs) But like I want to be unique we always strive for being <laughs> unique and different, um, but also saying, well, you don't have to, you know, you yeah. could, you can have your own goal and it could even, it could, doesn't have to do with running, but if totally. it was running, if your goal was to run a mile without stopping, mm-hmm. that's a goal you can achieve and Absolutely. it's a great journey to achieve any goal, Absolutely. especially with running. Yeah. I think like putting your mind to something. I mean, yeah, whether it's running a mile or running an ultra marathon, yeah. those people are crazy. Oh, they're those straight milers. up crazy. They're, I will never touch that ever. I don't ever want to do that. Yes. Now I'm saying that and then like you're going to have me come year, back. you're going to be like, hmm. Yeah. Guess what? I did two ultra marathons. <laughs> I just love like I read something about an ultra marathon and yeah. the question was, well, what happens if you fall asleep? And they said, well, if you fall asleep while you're running, you'll just hit the ground and wake back up. (laughs) And I said, no, thank you. No, thank you. That sounds not super fun. (laughs) Yes. Neither does running a marathon sometimes. But we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yes. I want want my listeners to hear a little bit about you, what your story is. Yes. Thank you for being here, by the way. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Actually, before you do that, I do want to say you were so instrumental for Mm. me in... um, not just running my marathon, but like just the encouragement of it. Um, mm-hmm. You don't live in the Twin Cities anymore. You live in Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. And yes. which is sad because we've met here. And, it is. Um, but it's good and sad. Yeah. You come home and you go, oh, here's all the fun things in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I can say big. Yeah. And not be ridiculed. 
<laughs> I love that. All those things. I love it. Yeah. But you were so important in mm. that. And I remember you saying one thing to me that just really, really stuck out. You said that the actual marathon, running mm. the actual marathon is a celebration of the training that you've done. Yes. And that was really huge because when I actually ran the marathon last year, I kept that in the back of my mind. Like I was shooting for the finish line. Obviously, while I was while I was right. running it, the 26.2 miles, I kept thinking about the finish line. But while I was running it, too, I thought, you know, I got to, like, be in the moment. I need to be here and celebrate the fact that I have trained enough to be able to finish this thing. Right. Yeah, and that you, you had that. All the training is mm-hmm. behind you and in your, I'm going to say, ammo. In, yeah. In, within you. Totally. That you can run. Yeah. And I, um, I like to not run. Um, I like to run without headphones mm-hmm. during the um the marathon or during races that's what I then did. you get to experience it all mm-hmm. yeah and that that quote of celebrating comes from my friend maria okay so credit um, where credit is due yes <laughs> and she's part of my story too about getting into running that's great so, so why don't you get into it i will so i again another part of me, me being crazy was i ran like maybe three four five miles like college afterwards just for fun very sporadic and then it got more and more like okay I like running mm-hmm. had never done any race just went out there and ran um, from in Hudson Wisconsin down mm-hmm. to the river and back many times cool. um, and uh, a friend of mine he was running the Twin Cities Marathon in 2007 it was very hot there were people with the nipples chafing oh and just bleeding and you saw the agony. And I think I saw a lot of people at mile 17. So you're right in the thick of it all. Yeah. And of course, I thought, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in that pain. No, but I, <laughs> I just love the camaraderie of it all. Mm-hmm. I saw, you see the, their determination. Totally. And you're amazed by it. And I think I was so amazed that I just went, okay, I'm going to run a marathon next oh my gosh. year. Next year, 2008, I'm going to run a Twin Cities marathon. Not even knowing if I could run over six miles, 10 yeah. miles, definitely like a 10 mile. When I did my first 10 mile, I just realized, okay, so this is mental. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like I'm, this is crazy. This is all. It's like a mental It's game. a mental thing. Yeah. So this is what's going to help me is being mentally strong you you can mentally once you get through those they call mm-hmm. those running walls where you mm-hmm. feel like you have to stop and then you break through that wall of just determination let me just get to the end of that street mm-hmm. let me just get up this hill and I always would convince myself like okay just keep running at the top of the hill you can stop but then yep. when the top of the hill comes you're like well let me go roller coastering down the hill exactly this it's is, easy so i would always convince myself to keep going i'm just gonna go to that tree or that yeah. lamppost uh-huh. and then you're like wait a second i can keep going well i should just keep going mm-hmm. and uh yeah so when you break through those runner walls mm-hmm. you feel better on the other side for sure and i feel completely like what's running has helped me is there's so many analogies with real life you know and even that you feel like you hit a wall and then if you can persevere and go through Mm -hmm. it you feel so much better on the other end of other side of that wall so that's how I started running was training for the Twin Cities Marathon 2008 Mm -hmm. and I ran it oh my gosh and it was downpouring the whole time oh my word the whole time it was like just rain coming off my visor I felt my bones just aching because it was cold um, but yeah, I met with my friend Maria before that and she said, 
this is a celebration of all the training. Mm-hmm. So I kept on reminding myself, I'm celebrating in the rain. Yep. And for me, running in the rain, I usually go faster in the rain. I do too. Yeah, because yeah. there's something in you that tells you you should get out of the rain. So you're you keep going. running towards your house. <laughs> <laughs> but do not, everybody, do not run with um, storms, with lightning behind you. That does make you go faster, and I've experienced that. <laughs> But it's not the safest place, especially no, when you not. live out in the Midwest where there's a lot of open fields and things like that, where there's you're the tallest disclaimer. ground. Please don't do that. Be safe while please, running. Yeah. Please check the weather <laughs> before you go. Uh, so yeah, the first marathon I ran was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I met with my friend Maria afterwards and she said, what did you think? And I even promised myself I'm not going to decide whether or not I'm a runner or I'm going to do this again mm-hmm. until after the pain goes away and right. after after you're back in your right mind. Yeah. You know, because you're either going to be high on endorphins and just everything that mm-hmm. you're going to say, let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Or you're going to be like, never again. That was the worst thing in so my world. so painful. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> and I told her um, my feeling was the whole time feeling like, this was one of the most selfless things I ever did. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and she's like, well, why? And I was like, well, you're doing it the whole time. For me, you're doing it on your own. You're yeah. going through things. And then you go to this marathon. You have volunteers helping. Um, you have people yeah. cheering you on. There's so many. There's such a camaraderie. Totally. And it's the only sport I know where you have Aaron Rodgers yeah. playing with a football player in middle school. You have the elite runners and you have people who just said, I'm crazy. I'm going to sign up to run this. And you have that camaraderie with everyone. Yeah. And I think, again, it's like life. You might be running your own race. Mm -hmm. You're doing your own thing. Yet you're not doing that alone. You have people running with you, cheering you on, knowing that you're going to need nutrition, need help Mm -hmm. at different places. Bathrooms. Bathrooms. (laughs) (laughs) So you ran that first marathon. And... Afterwards, you thought, I'm not crazy. I'm going to do this again. Yeah. I was like, okay, I think I'm a runner now. And then I realized when I was telling people like, yeah, I ran a marathon. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you were a runner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, now I am. Now I should start running. I mean, running. I, I ran a marathon. I so ran a marathon. I am a, I am yeah. a runner. <laughs> but I had never run 5Ks, 10Ks. I did so not do it So your first ever way. race was a marathon. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Amazingly crazy, but <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> more amazing but I knew for me it was like a mental thing that I was Mm -hmm. something I like to do I like to be alone Mm -hmm. and that was my alone time yeah um, with me with God with podcasts yeah (laughs) when Ellie and I met we started talking about running we both were like Mm -hmm. all the podcasts yeah we we bonded over all of our NPR podcasts (laughs) and here we are on a podcast on a podcast together talking about running crazy which someone right now might be running listening to (gasps) I know Awesome. Keep yeah, well, going. I, keep yes, going. Keep going. You can do it. You can do it. Maybe run a marathon or yes. don't. That's fine too. Yeah. Just run to the top of the hill. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about how how running in general has been a part of your maybe emotional healing. Yes. Yes. Because it was certainly a part of mine. Hmm. Long, long hours, like I said, just out on the trail, out on the road. Um, all you have to do is grab your shoes yeah, and you go out. And there were so many times that while I was healing from my divorce and going through my divorce, 
that I just mm-hmm. went out on the road and I cried and cried. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to run when you're crying, but yeah, there's something so cathartic about that of just like being alone and mm-hmm. being out there and and in the quiet too. I think that's there's something I don't want to say raw, but I do think there's something when you're running. There's you you come you're very vulnerable at times, mm-hmm. and yet you have very strengthening times. Mm-hmm. But you're very raw with who you are. Yeah, because sure. you're out there just on one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that too, because God does meet us where we are at and not mm-hmm. just, I think sometimes we say that where we're at, we think of like an emotional state, but he meets us with where our passions are. Totally. It's like if you're going to be a runner, I'm going to meet you there. I'm going to yes. be there with you. Just like that. Cause he made us that way. Yeah. And just like that parent that's going to come to every dance recital, mm. he's going to come to every run, every race. Totally. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yay, God. And I think that's the biggest thing with me. So I'll go right into it. Um, You know, it's a lot going on right now with Mm -hmm. believing women and what had gone happened with them. Yeah. So I think this is very um, poignant in many ways. Timely. Um, Timely. There we go. Mm -hmm. And this is my time to say something. Um, So 2011, and I was single, Mm -hmm. and um, I was, yeah, I had a, something happen to me, a sexual assault by a friend, rape. Yeah. It was rape. Yeah. I don't want people to be, oh, I wonder what it was exactly. It was rape. And at that time, I did not know that. Yeah. As silly as it might seem, I, I don't even want to say I was naive. I just didn't know yeah. that that was exactly what it was. Um, so when that happened, I know at the time I um, I was trying to compartmentalize one part of me to the rest of me. Mm-hmm. And even trying to come into grasp into um, an understanding of where my friend was and the hurt and the, he- hurt and the healing that was yeah. needed there. Um, but my story is about me mm-hmm. and not about someone else's story Mm -hmm. so I um at the time I think I'm so thankful I know God protected me in some ways with the knowledge or the lack of knowledge Hmm. I mean we will always want to be more knowledgeable Mm -hmm. but I think there's some things that he just he wanted me to focus on the real healing and not the identifying of what happened so I was running I was training for Chicago Marathon and there were a lot of times where I just broke down crying, like we were saying, and hearing God saying, I'm hollowing you out. You think mm-hmm. of like a cavity in your tooth? I'm hollowing you out so I can fill you up again. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and there's days like we've, as a runner, there's days where you run three miles and you can't get through it. And there's mm-hmm. days you run 17 or you have your 20 mile run that you're trying to train for. Yeah. And you feel like a superstar. And I feel like that's with God, too. There's days where you can't even get through as a teacher trying to get through the day smiling. And then I come home and just shut it down. Hmm. And then there's other days I just it's always sticks with you. There's a lot of shame and a lot of um, just just emotional hurt of will I ever have a relationship? Will this harm that? Wow. Will it affect it? Without even knowing the depth of how um, deep in your soul, really. I mean, yeah. you're being attacked by evil. 
and how deep does that go? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was so thankful for running without even knowing the depths of what it was doing mm-hmm. and how, you know, you, you are trying to continue to run and your goals are to keep on going and to keep on. Yeah. I, um, I think with running, that was, it was part of that what defined me was a runner now and that's where I could find peace that's where I could find solace that's where I could find I could scream out I mean I'm surprised no one would hear me in the middle of like nowhere (laughs) in Hudson and that's probably scary but I mean I could scream out God help me Mm -hmm. God help me run another mile God help me um feel um whole again God, yeah. I'm coming to you on my knees. I would run and just stop and be on my knees that yeah. time. And part of me is even like, what was going on? I don't know. But God was wow. like, I'm protecting you. I'm running with you. I'm doing this wow. with you. And in the meanwhile, no one knew. My family was there. Mm-hmm. And they're so loving and so supportive no matter what. And not even knowing. But I know they all said they knew something was going on with me back then. Mm-hmm. Um so I ran Chicago, and uh, I ran it for Team Pause, which mm-hmm. is a humane society type of organization. Mm-hmm. So we're raising money for dogs and cats and finding homes. And then I have my two dogs, Callie and Houdini. Mm-hmm. So I ran for them, and I ran for me, and I ran for um, bringing back joy. Wow. And my sister said to me when I was at the finish line, yeah. I have never seen you so happy. You look so happy. <laughs> and I, I just thought of your picture when you ran the marathon. Mm-hmm. And you had these tears of joy and there was pain and mm-hmm. there was everything. But there's just this real moment when you cross that finish line. Yeah. And the real moment throughout, you remember people along the way. And I think that's also part of the healing is mm-hmm. I remember seeing, you know, my brother-in-law at mile eight i remember other races other marathons like my best friend and her her son coming multiple times on the twin cities marathon route you remember those moments and i think that's so much like life as you're going through things and healing you remember those people that said you're doing amazing look at you miss rockstar go on go on Totally. and those are the things that stand stick with me yeah um so yeah chicago marathon the training was the healing wow and the marathon was the celebration of that healing yeah again that yeah. is amazing that is so, yeah that is so great yeah i, um, I, I do want to mm-hmm. say thank you for sharing that and thank you for being being vulnerable and yeah, thank um, you it's a it is such an important time in our history to um to hear stories and to stand with women mm-hmm. and um and help others step into healing. Yeah, and absolutely. if you're listening to this and you're and you have gone through something similar, there is hope. There's restoration, and and we're here to mm-hmm. not just say that running can heal you, but Jesus can heal you. Yes. Jesus wants to extend that healing to you mm-hmm. directly. So um, reach out for help if you need it. Um, talk to a therapist, talk to a trusted friend or somebody, um, because there are, there are people that will stand with you in this. The more I've shared, and this is another big step, but the more I've shared, I shared with my family a year ago, mm-hmm. and I've shared with others. Actually, one of 
people that I shared was a runner friend of mine mm. when I moved to Ann Arbor. And it was almost like this, uh, she didn't know my, who I was, in, like my background, my yeah. past. And um, it was nice just to share it yeah. on the road. It's just out there. And there's kind of this thing when you run with others, mm-hmm. there's just this like, almost like a, um, just an agreed, you know, pact that what's on the road stays on the road. Yeah. You know, kind of like Las Vegas, but more, more <laughs> meaningful. <laughs> yeah. And I think I encourage people to share. Mm-hmm. I know um, when you share, you're letting go mm-hmm. and you're, you're not putting a burden on others. Wow. You're letting go and you're also allowing people to say, I believe you. You're allowing people to say, I love you who you are. Mm. I think that was the biggest part. And I know is like, I think you feel like you're going to lose who you are. I mean, I was a very good person. I am a very good person, the good girl, all that kind of stuff. And I felt like, am I going to change? Wow. And that was part of that healing was to maintain who I was. And there were times where I was um, harming myself, um, not to like a drastic you know, way where I would need, you know, any ambulance or anything like that. But I know people have, I was definitely harming myself even after Chicago marathon, there was still, it doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. There's still healing and there's still harm and there's still pain. And there was another time where I was on my, on the floor of my bathroom crying Mm -hmm. and God said, fight for the Clara I created. Wow. And that was a big moment. And that's something I share with others. Yeah fight for the Ellie I created fight for who God created you to be. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes you don't know if you can fight, you don't know Mm -hmm. if you can have that strength in you. Um, but I think for me, it was like, I'd be willing to put my cares and what I need. Um, I would put someone else's needs in front of my own. And sometimes you, you know, need to take that same care you would put to somebody else and bring it to yourself. And say, love yourself. Absolutely. I know you already do. So love yourself in action. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that shame is the only unredeemable emotion hmm. that we experience. I don't think there's really any any redeemable quality about it. I really right. don't. Yeah. Um, because it's the first thing that the, that the Israel or that um, Adam and Eve experienced right after that they, right after they sinned. Yes. Um, it didn't, it wasn't even like conviction. It was, it was shame. And, and now that we are on this side of the cross where we have Jesus, where he's paid it all, he's done it all. Mm-hmm. He has, he has paid that final sacrifice for our sins. We don't have to experience that shame. Yes. And so, so when something even happens to us or when we do something to someone, it's that same shame that sort of just clouds us. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that that's the enemy to say, oh, look, you're dirty. Right. But no, we are actually made clean. Yes. And yeah. so what Jesus did is he, you know, in a second, he paid the price. Mm-hmm. And then in our spirit, we're totally redeemed. We're totally reclaimed. And then it's mm-hmm. our soul. It's our emotions that often lag behind Yeah. in that. And so sometimes those emotions and those feelings are a little bit longer to be redeemed and brought, <laughs> yes. you know, brought into submission yes. to what our spirit is. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's what you were experiencing that like even after, you know, a- after a while, sort of our, our emotions kind of 
it takes a little bit of time. Yeah, they kind of. And that's what the process up. of that's what the process of like running a marathon is. Right. To to build the endurance, mm-hmm. to build the strength. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah, you're continuously adding miles mm-hmm. and adding strength to your body, mind, soul just to just yep. to keep going and then you know, if you if you just like a lot of things too. Um if someone said, "Okay, I need you to run this marathon." Um because then you'll be healed or then you'll grow or then you'll do all this. And they said, okay, so tomorrow's the marathon. You'd be like, oh no, oh no, no, no. I can't do like, that. Like I need to first even buy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> shoes are very important. Yes, they are. And socks with no cotton. Yeah. <laughs> I could it's- tell you, I work at a running store on, on the side. Uh, but the thing is, that's just like a lot of things. As someone said, look, you need to reclaim. Yeah marathon running you need to reclaim new york city like you've done mm-hmm. so many reclaiming of big things and um even just not even reclaiming like you need to go on this big step yeah and a lot of people say that's too big of a step mm-hmm. then you find those small steps you find those small training you find the time totally. to grow and build to that big marathon step yeah yeah and i think that's that's something we can all understand and mm-hmm. relate to yeah um yeah. Well, I have a lot of redeeming parts of that running afterwards. I think this is this is kind of interesting because, um, well, Ellie and I were talking too, so she knows some other parts <laughs> of this story. She knows. We're talking to the listeners, you know, <laughs> and as well as each other. <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, I, um, I was still continuing to run and do marathons. I've done seven. Oh my going, gosh. Yeah. I was going to do marathons. Yeah. I was going to do eight and nine this coming month, but mm-hmm. I had some issues with my feet. Yep. Issues being they were not working. They were in a lot of pain. So I had to take yeah. some time away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard for a lot of people. If you're like, this is my solace. This is my, mm-hmm. this is the place that I um, feel like me. Yep. And I feel like I, I mean, just getting that headspace and everything being mentally sane. Yeah. <laughs> and then to say, I'm sorry, but if you do that, you're going to continue to hurt and be injured. And I think that's another thing is like, oh, no, I use running so I could be healed emotionally. And now I'm physically, you know, injured. I tore my hamstrings. I've Mm -hmm. hurt my feet. Um, So now I have to stop to be healed. And I think, again, those are moments. Those are not just moments. Those are months, weeks, maybe years where you you have to maybe find other ways Um, Mm -hmm. and not just other ways. Again, you know finding God and saying, I rely on you. Um, but also, um, just knowing that those times of physical healing for me, it's brought me back even stronger as a runner. Totally. Where I mean, I'm not going to boast, but okay, I'll boast. Um, I want to run Boston marathon Yes, you do. and unbeknownst to me at the time I had a Boston marathon, um, time like (laughs) where I could have signed up, (laughs) but then I found that out afterwards because I change age brackets and they have all these rules um but then I just had to laugh and go oh I reached my goal already in Twin Cities yeah I just didn't sign up because I didn't know that at the time but I think sometimes too you're like oh I reached it now it's just attainable yep and then I got injured I'm like it's still attainable if anything I'll come back 
and you'll be stronger. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It's Roger Bannister when, and the, you know, the four minute mile. Oh, that's right. You know, once that four minute mile was broken, everyone was like, oh, this is totally possible. And then everyone broke it. Like everyone went past it. Not everyone. Like I couldn't do that. (laughs) But (laughs) you could. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And when I went from like, I mean, my, my time as I was running more marathons, it was getting less and less. Mm -hmm. And when I went under four hours, I went, oh, oh, okay, I can t- keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also there's times where you need to be humble. Yep. And I, you know, and say, okay, I can do this, but I want to do it the right way. Totally. Like um, but yeah, like me and my friend Maria, who was all about celebrating mm-hmm. doing the race, we ran Twin Cities Marathon together. And that was really fun to actually do it with somebody and having yeah. that sisterhood. So instead mm-hmm. of going out for coffee, we went out on the road for a couple hours. I love that. Really, that was something too, where we had this, this pact of like, you know, if one of us is just feeling it and wants to run ahead, we're just going to say, you just go, yep. you just go. And it was around mile 16 that she said, you know what, Clara, we got another 10 miles. I can't see it without you. Hmm. And I go, me too. And I say, well, I feel good now, but maybe in like a mile, I'm going to be hurting and I'm going to yeah. want you. And there was a lot of like back and forth where I was like, okay, Maria gonna have to me have to pull me through like, this. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. And and Maria saying, "Come on, Clara." And then vice versa. Like Maria, get those legs going. She's got yep. nice, beautiful, long legs. Hi, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's listening. And I can just hear her laugh right now. Yeah. And I I think again, running can come, you know, like with healing, but also it reflects your life. Yeah. So I was I had torn hamstrings and mm. my heart was torn. Yeah. At the wow. time, I um I had run. Yeah, I think by now I had, I think I ran um, Grandma's Marathon and I got sub four and I was all like, yes, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I was dancing and running and I tore both my hamstrings. Man. Yeah. And um, ouch. it was very ouch, very ouch. It was like a, a sweater unraveling. It just yeah. got worse and worse. So I just mm-hmm. had to stop. Um, and in meanwhile, I was, you know, I was seeing a guy and um, mm-hmm. we had dated for like two or three and we dated for a short amount of time and it just, it just didn't work. Um, yeah. and then it was just, just, you know, we were in different countries, you know? Yeah. And, um, I understood that, but I think I took it even more deeper. Like, why aren't I ever going to have something happen to me? Why isn't it ever going to happen to me? Yeah. I'm single for a long time and I know how to be single very well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of joy. Even looking back, I just think of how great it was to be single. So if you are single, and I know like Ellie, you've been woot. dealing with that. <laughs> Not dealing, dealing with that. But sometimes dealing. Sometimes, sometimes now it where is I'm dealing. like, no, I know that this yeah. is actually something that I want. And I'm learning to find a lot of joy in it. Where, mm-hmm. the, where that's actually legitimate. Yeah, where I'm right. like, oh, I don't have to tell anyone where I'm going or how I'm spending my money. or I mean, not not that I would... I mean, but in when you're coupled, no, I hear you, there's something you're, that you're mm-hmm. you're coupled and yeah. you're, you're a team. Yes. But I'm I'm kind of my own team right now. Yeah, and I want that, but I'm also like, you know, eventually, I believe mm-hmm. that God's gonna call me to to be partnered again. Yeah, and there's disappointment that comes along with that of trying to find it and then having those hopes. Mm-hmm. Um, those hopes aren't met. Right. Disappointment is real. It is. Yeah. Disappointment is very real. You're right. There's, there's a lot of great things with being single and, um, there's a lot of hardships with that Mm -hmm. because you feel, I'll just say it, you feel like a second 
class human sometimes. Especially in the church sometimes. Especially in the church. Yeah. As much as we don't want to admit that, it's true in many times. Yep. And it, it's hard to because then you want to overcompensate for that, mm-hmm. invite singles, but really just, you know, you just invite humans. Yeah. <laughs> have the humans yes. come, have all humans come and, <laughs> and be humans together. I love that. And uh, yeah, but I, I remember as a single person and people trying to be very, um, like very understanding or just... Mm-hmm proud of me or just amazed by me I don't know I helped with like our high school youth group and they would be like Clara you are so strong you're so strong you are in (laughs) your 30s and you're single and you're so strong (laughs) and not just the high schoolers but even my friends are like you're so strong and I said well I already had that strength in me I don't know why it has to do it I don't need that strength to be single I think you need more strength being in a couple People should be like, oh my goodness. Like you're really strong. <laughs> you're really strong. Maintain your individuality mm-hmm. to understand someone else and yes. what they're going through to, right. to, and to make decisions together, yeah. like talk things through. I mean, conflict resolution is yes. no joke. So kind of going with the singleness and having my hamstrings torn mm-hmm. and they, they grew, I want to say grew back. They were restored. Mm-hmm. They're healed. And, yeah. And my heart was healed. Wow. I I met Matt, yes. my sweets, my love. Mm-hmm. You knew Matt before. Mm-hmm. We, and that's how I met you. <laughs> that's it's how through, we met. It's through Matt. Yeah. Yes. And Matt, I love him so much. Um, yeah. And we met doing a show together. Mm-hmm. And um, again, like being single and I was very much like, all right, I, I'm done trying to figure out who yeah. I should meet and all that. Mm-hmm. And at the time, my dog was really sick. Hmm. And so I had not showered for over a week. Hmm. And anyway, it's kind of funny, too, but sad. Was but that Houdini? It was Callie. Oh, Callie. Yeah. But yeah. She's, she got through that, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, Matt came and sat down by me, and I didn't really know him um, at the time um, because I was working with all the dancers in the yeah. show, in Jesus Christ Superstar. And he sat down to me, and I had this big Chipotle burrito and I just said to him I'm gonna be eating this whole thing like you're gonna see this disappear within like five minutes or less <laughs> and I think part of that was like part of being single you kind of just want to sometimes you want to hide things but I'm more like just put it all out on the, on the I, table I feel like when when we've gone through mess yeah that when we sort of feel messy but also feel restored mm-hmm. I kind of just like want to bear everything and yeah. I'm like are you like, how are you going to, not necessarily, how are you going to handle this, but kind yeah. of like, Hey, my life is messy. Yeah. And I just want to make that known. Yes. I don't exactly. want to pretend like I'm perfect. Yeah. Cause I'm divorced mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to get all this Chipotle all over myself yeah, I'm gonna when eat. I eat it. Like I said, first <laughs> and I date. eat a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to eat a lot. I'm going to be sloppy. Um, I would say the first date, best first date should be spaghetti dinner. Yeah. You're just, you're unapologetically going to have spaghetti all over your face and your yep. shirt and that's okay uh, so yeah met matt um and just thought this is this is great mm-hmm. this is this person makes me feel so happy yeah and i again i think as you're single you're realizing i want to be whole i'm a whole person i'm not looking for someone to fill me and make me you complete me like they all say i am complete yes i am whole i am strong i'm everything yep through 
Christ who strengthens yeah, me. That's exactly. my favorite as a runner. Like I can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens me. And I will tell myself that when yeah. I'm running. Yep. Um, but you know, meeting someone and saying, this is someone who I want to be my partner, mm-hmm. to be the one who enhances me and I can enhance him. Yep. And that's what I have with Matt. That's so cool. And speaking of kind of bearing all, I knew like once I met someone, I would have to tell my story of, of yeah. the brokenness that happened to me. And he was the one that told me this is what actually happened. Wow. And to have, oh, to have someone who trusts, who I can trust with that and to have that response, I did not know that was going to be the response. I expected, like we say, shame. Yeah. I expected a little like embarrassment. I got all full out acceptance and saying, I will never hurt you. You know, oh my gosh. yeah. And that, that was amazing. That was, yeah. that was, um, because of that in that conversation amongst others that helped redeem relationships yeah. for me. Wow. So I always wanted to have someone at the finish line is someone who is single and saying, you know what? One day I'm going to have that guy, that man, and he's going to be at the finish line. He's going to cheer me on the whole way, but he's going to be at the finish line. Yep. And we ran, I was running grandma's marathon. Um, one of those years it was extremely hot where they had like, so they have these flags that are mm-hmm. green for good, good weather, yellow, a little more yep. water, red. We it's should like, all be scared. Yeah. <laughs> red is usually and, a bad sign. Red's really a bad. Red flag. <laughs> red flag. Hence, you know, yeah, we've exactly. heard that. And, and then black. I just, I, I saw the black flags come down. Oh my gosh. And I just started looking around going, do we stop? Are we dying? Are we dying? What do we do? And you see <laughs> people dropping. Is this the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. You're like, is this the end? And you see people dropping, like oh literally dropping. And you're like, okay. And then you check yourself. And you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm still breathing. <laughs> yeah. And I love runners. We all have this camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And there were one guy or a couple people just <clears throat> saying, no PR today. It's all about being smart, knowing your body. It's Enjoy. So Have fun. Yep. Do what you need to do, but do it right. Yeah. But don't push yourself. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, so today I'm not going to get the Boston qualifying time, but I'm going to finish grandma's. I'm going to be smart. I'm going to be smart. I ran grandma's before um, I tore my hamstrings. Now I'm healed and I'm better yes. and I have someone at the finish line. So this wow. is exciting. This is the first... Um, marathon Matt saw me at mm-hmm. so he um yeah he was following me on the little tracker mm-hmm. and I was I had seen him at like maybe mile 21 so I thought okay I'll yeah. see you at the finish line and I look up there was like mile 25 there was a bridge and Matt was on the bridge and he's just wow. shouting at me you're doing amazing babe keep <laughs> going and I blew him a kiss and he blew me a kiss oh, wow. And he said he was like, that was so romantic, Clara. <laughs> that was so beautiful. And I said, yeah, you know, that mm-hmm. was cool. But that was, to me, seeing him at mile 25. Um, and then he saw him at the finish line. And he gave me a really nice ice cold Coke. And I cried because you do that. Yeah. But he was, so he was there. He was there at mile 25. Like in the middle of in it. In the middle of it. And that was a message of he's there. I mean, it's about the journey. Yep. The journey's not over yet. There's no, you, you don't have, you do have finish lines, Yeah. you know, in races, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but in life, you have a continuous journey, 
even as I was healed or injured with my feet. And Matt said, you know, Clara, you could just run a marathon for fun. Yeah. You know, because I kept on saying, BQ, I got a Boston qualify. Yeah. You could do it for fun. Yeah. And I laughingly was, I just laughed and said, yeah, what's the fun of that? (laughs) (laughs) But actually it is. I said, and now I'm like, well, if I get BQ, that would be great. But I really, after being injured again, I just want to go back and have fun. Yeah. And do it and see what happens along the way with the training. That is amazing. So next year? Next year, 2019, Twin Cities Marathon. Not next weekend. (laughs) It is. It's next weekend. Yes. It's in six days. Go out and see people. Yeah. People, if you're in the Twin Cities or if you have a marathon nearby, they're just... It's so fun. Yeah, the experience itself Mm -hmm. is just exciting. The energy. energy. It's just, it's amazing. It's so cool. Volunteer. Yeah. Or just cheer on. People love it. I had a... Because I had a Detroit marathon mm-hmm. last year, and this was like right around when you did yours. Mm-hmm. And Ellie, I mean, you were so encouraging because that was hard because I was sick mm-hmm. and just to finish it. Yeah. She got me flowers. <laughs> you got me flowers. <laughs> it was so sweet because there was some disappointment mm-hmm. when you're training and then yeah. you get a cold the week before and you're just yeah. not going to be able to do your, do your best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a shirt because Hamilton, that was like my pace. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was like the right exact. That's awesome. Yes, I'm here like, this is not the moment, it's a movement. I'm (laughs) dancing and running and going, yeah, go, go, go. And I had a shirt that said, rise up. And strangers in Detroit are shouting at me, rise up, Clara, rise up. I love that. And I love that. That was a hard marathon. Um, But I think, again, like, I was feeling terrible. I'm hacking up a lung. Yeah. I'm just feeling like I can't even run more than five miles and um I um for the first time stopped for bathroom breaks had a couple like people get offer beer and I was like yes I need something I'll take it okay (laughs) (laughs) and just everything you know just trying to like again celebrate even though I'm in pain yeah and hearing people saying rise up and hearing people saying you guys are amazing yeah and I think Again, that's like us mentally in our mind, in ourselves. We're thinking, I am failing. I am hurting. Everything is going wrong. Yeah. But in the outside, all the people around you are genuinely seeing something different. They're seeing the strength in you. They're seeing the, um, the determination. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Determination that you have to do this. And we need that too in life. And you're going through things and you think, this is terrible. I'm not doing anything right or whatever you're feeling or experience. This is really hard. Yeah. And people are looking at you and saying, wow, look at you go. Yeah. You're yeah, doing absolutely. it. Mm-hmm. I, I knew how much you wanted to qualify for Boston. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the Detroit Marathon. And, um, and you know, you were, you were kind of on track for that, right? Yeah. Up until I, mm-hmm. the point that you got sick. Yeah. And that's something that's totally out of your control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... Then, and I'm sure very discouraging in the mm-hmm. moment, but mm-hmm. you still finished it. I don't want to say honor your disappointment, but acknowledge it for what it is to say, this was a goal that I had 
that yeah. was out of my control mm-hmm. and you know you couldn't do anything to yeah. to change it mm-hmm. but your your perspective in that is I think really amazing I think it's yeah. really cool the journey and knowing there will be other opportunities mm-hmm. and there might your goals might change yeah for the better totally yeah but so I mean, many metaphors for singleness too I know right it <laughs> is and even and that was exactly yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and I think that was one thing as I was running most of my years I was running was single yeah and you just have this you're building yourself up and saying yeah. you can do this you can keep going you have other goals you have yeah. other other things will come along absolutely and um you know like saying you can be disappointed in yeah. well why didn't that work and then you look back and go okay I'm so thankful yeah it didn't work and not like oh that person ugh. no it's just like I'm so thankful that didn't work um because this is where I am mm-hmm. and this is what I needed Yep. And this is, or this is, and this is how much stronger how I, I to am right. now through yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And that's Detroit so cool. and Detroit marathon too was like this. Um, I think sometimes you're right. I literally saw my goal pass me by. Yeah. And I cried and then I said, okay, let's just keep going. Let's grab the beer. Let's grab the beer. <laughs> let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And her, like Matt saw me at the half, half point. And I think, again, he was like, well, gosh, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to encourage her? Am I supposed to stop her because yeah. she'll kill herself? Yeah. And so he just read me. He gave me a big hug. And he yeah. said, are you okay? And I said, it hurt everywhere. Yeah. And he said, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to keep going. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Like, I hurt everywhere. What am I going to do? I'm going to keep going yeah. forward. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. And if it's stumbling across that finish line, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being here. And thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom around running. Yay, running. I love it. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And it's something that I love talking about is running, but definitely how it's helpful. And I think there's so many things you can learn from running or from other things that you're passionate about. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be running. It doesn't have to be running, but running is pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. So yeah. thank you so much, listeners, for dropping in. And if this, you know, if you're a runner or if you're not, or if you know someone who is maybe, pass mm-hmm. this episode along to them. Yes. Um, but as I mentioned before, God is in the business of restoration. He wants to extend healing to you in every area of your life. So if you've gone through um, anything hard, um, but in this episode, if if the message of sexual assault has resonated with you, um, I would really encourage you to reach out for help because there is help available. This is not hopeless. Mm-hmm. And um, and healing is possible. Not just possible, but it's, mm-hmm. it is there for you. So it is there. And so many people can understand that. Absolutely. If, so you're not alone. Yes. And just like runners, you have that camaraderie. You're not mm-hmm. alone. And in, in pain, we all understand pain. Absolutely. And healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Clara. Thank you. I love Ellie. you. I love you too. <laughs> you're so great. Much. Let's go for a run. Yes. I think I can do it now. My feet are good. Okay, cool. (laughs) Thanks, listeners. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed podcast. For more information about reclaiming, visit reclaimed.com. That's R-C-L-A-I-M-E-D.com.